There's no way we can go back to what used to be. I don't want to go back. I want to move forward. I want to create new and better fruit for the kingdom of God. The major changes in the world today have forced us to get creative in our thinking as a church and, and more insightful and more flexible. And I believe that's exactly what's needed for an end time harvest that the Lord desires in His church. And we have a choice. We can sit the bench and wish things would go back to normal, or we can position ourselves to get in the game and help get the ball across the goal line. And I can tell you from experience, it's no fun to just sit the bench. Hey there, I'm Ryan Franklin, and this is Church Leader Made Simple, and I'm here to help you get the clarity needed to move your church forward. I'd love for you to join me weekly. You can hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notified as soon as I post a new video. And without any further delay, let's get to it. And I have to ask myself, what do I really want in life? Because consumer Christianity just doesn't seem to be fitting the picture anymore. Riding the fence is just not an option anymore. The Lord is calling us to more. The Lord has chosen you as a church leader for more. You haven't chosen me, but I chose you to go and bring forth fruit. 1 Peter 2.9, it's a great verse. It says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You've been called out of darkness. You've been chosen for a purpose. Now the question becomes a little bit more difficult. How are you going to react to what you've been chosen for? You see, it's obvious from these verses that the Lord is not going to allow us to be satisfied with just being out of darkness. He didn't call you out just to get you out. He chose you for something greater. And there's a reason He chose you. And so how are you going to react to the fact that you were chosen? Are you just going to be satisfied with coming out of the darkness? Are you going to, or are you going to move into the light, into more, into the fullness of what He has for you? I want you to listen closely to this scripture, Revelation 17, 14. These shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For He is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, and they that are with Him are called and chosen and faithful. As a church leader, I, I really hope you're hearing me right now. It's not enough to be called, and it's not enough to even be chosen. Being called and chosen is not the ultimate destination because, because you get to the end of the book, and you have Revelation 17, 14. They that are, that are with Him are called and chosen, but also faithful. Those that are with Him at the end, they were called and chosen, and they were faithful. And so there's going to be some that are called and chosen that weren't faithful. Let's go back to the verse that we started with in this series, because 
I want to explore what's at stake if we choose not to be faithful and fruitful. John 15, 16, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit. You have to understand that Judas was still in the group of 12 that Jesus was speaking to at this time. Judas was handpicked by Jesus himself. Judas was chosen. He was told in this verse, I've chosen you and I want you to go and bring forth fruit. Yet as we know, Judas made the decision to not only be fruitful, but in the end, he wasn't even faithful. Sometime after Jesus called him and and chose him, something terrible went wrong and Judas lost out before he could be proven faithful. And so even though Judas was called and chosen, he will now spend eternity in a place called hell because he chose not to be faithful. Now I'm by no means putting you in the category of Judas or telling you where you're going to spend eternity. I hope you understand that well. I realize that's an extreme example. But at the same time, I just wonder how many church leaders over the last few thousand years were called and chosen, but they refused to be faithful or to take it even a step further, they refused to be fruitful. He hath called us out of darkness into His marvelous light. He chose me and He chose you to go and bring forth fruit. God called the children of Israel out of darkness. He called them out of Egypt. But His desire was for them to go and reach the promised land. He knew they would have to go through the wilderness. He knew that they would have to endure some some pretty major things. But He still wanted them to reach the promised land. But to get to that promised land, they they had to go through the wilderness. And every single Israelite was called and chosen. But there was a whole generation of Israelites that died in the wilderness and never reached the promised land because they refused to remain faithful. They went to the grave in the wilderness because being chosen is just not enough. Somewhere in the wilderness, they came up on a, on a well of water that was bitter. And they resisted against their leader Moses and, and ultimately against God. And the result was that they never actually reached that promise. Just because a person is called and chosen doesn't mean that that person is in God's will and that especially that they're not bearing fruit. Jesus was on His way to Jerusalem and He literally cursed a fig tree because it wasn't bearing fruit. And I hope you understand that I'm not trying to be, speak negative things today But I just feel a call to sort of stir you today. I I know there's a ton of church leaders out there that are excited to be in ministry. You're excited to be in a great church. You're excited to be on on a great team. But the point of being on a team is to get on the field and play ball. It's no fun to sit the bench when we really need to be in the game producing big results, producing fruit with our lives for the kingdom of God. He has called us out of darkness to take us into light. And the purpose of being chosen in the football game is to take the ball across the goal line, not to just sit the bench. And so as we wrap up this series, I want to challenge you today with a few questions. 
The first one, what fruit am I seeing in my life? Are you seeing negative fruit? Are you the source of negativity and division in your, in your church and in the kingdom of God? Or are you adding to the church daily? Are you draining people around you with moodiness or, or passive aggressive behavior? Or are you moving closer to relationships and giving life to people daily? Are you turning lost people away by your actions? Or are you drawing people to the gospel that will save them? You know, Judas was handpicked by the master. He was called and, and he was chosen, but he chose not to bring forth fruit in his life. I know you have it within you to do great things. And rather than letting the pressure of this world and the pressure of ministry derail you, why don't you let it motivate you to go and bring forth positive fruit for the kingdom of God? It's not sitting the bench but it's getting in the game that will bring long-lasting fulfillment to your life. And the second and last question I want to give you today, what can I do this week to be more present in the game? Spend a few minutes processing those two questions over the next few days, and I can almost guarantee that the Lord will quicken your mind to a few things. I want to thank you for giving me your time and your attention today, please hit the like button. It really does make a difference. And be sure to visit churchleadermadesimple.com. There's a free seven-session course called Leader Life and Rhythm that you can't find anywhere else. Oh, and by the way, I would greatly appreciate you sharing this content on your favorite social media sites. It just helps me extend my reach and get the word out there. Have a great day. God bless you.